Welcome to our podcast, This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf, and I'm joined each week by amazing women who happen to have children on the spectrum. We talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, professionals and mothers. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and others from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I am joined by our lovely ladies today, Reen, Moira and Maha. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good, good, good. Um, right, so today we are going to be talking about BTS and not the Korean pop boy <laughs> band sensation, but back to school, the dreaded back to school. And um, specifically, we want to talk about routines at home, uh, how you make it through the summer um, to that day where we celebrate or commiserate when the kids go back to school. So um, we've had, as, as expats historically, we have uh, longer than most off for the summer holidays, but for most people it's a, it's, it's a long period of time. So it's at least six weeks. I think that generally we're going into eight weeks, 10 weeks sometimes, just depending on when the kids finish school. So that is a very, very long time. We all look forward to it. We generally travel. Um, the kids are often in other time zones, different countries. And let's face it, the routines are very often as best, with the best will in the world, are either non-existent or, uh, yeah, <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> So apart from trying to keep up with a bit of therapy or a bit of homework or just trying to keep the education on track, which I know that we all try, um, how when you, you know, when we've had this wonderful time away, we get back and we're ready for school, um, the anxiety is building uh, for the parents, not the kids, because they think they're still on holiday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, In that kind of last week, Uh, I would say, and I'm just going by my experiences, how do you guys start feeling about that transition? And how do you try and get your kids ready for that transition um, back into early starts? Because we have our school start very early here. Um, You know, getting them to start thinking for themselves again, starting to get into routines, getting up early in the morning. And how does it make you feel? Like, you know, as parents, I know for me, it's, Something that I think about all summer. Maha, what about, what, what, how is it uh, for you? Because yes. you, you travel a long way. So yes. you head back to Australia for the summer. I fly home to Australia. So, yeah, eight-hour time difference, seven to eight hours. Um, lots of family. Um, I try to sort of, while we're away, not be so uh, strict, I guess, on the routine because I just want them to, or I want him to just be, you know, just enjoy his time there because I mean it is hard when you think about what our kids go through day to day at school you do want them to have that time where there's not that expectation and so it's nice for him to have that but then again coming back it's a struggle to get him back into that routine so a part of me is looking forward to coming back to school because I'm like back to our routine back to our back to him being back on track Um, but the other part of me is just dreading the the anxiety especially for him knowing that he's going back to school, new teachers, new friends. Um, 
so it is it is it is difficult for him who do you think yeah. has the most anxiety and who, who <laughs> does does, so one bit, like, does one like you know i think is we it your add anxiety to each other? that makes yeah yeah i yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. both of yeah. us yeah. and i i try so so hard because he picks up on my anxiety right. straight away so i'm anxious about being anxious it's like i'm on that wheel as well so i'm trying to be really relaxed and cool about it no this will be great don't worry and i can tell he's looking at me like what's about to happen so I'm definitely getting better at that I think I'm getting better at just accepting the situation as it is and right. saying well if it's good if it's good if it's bad we'll deal with it because um, we can't control how they're going to go we can't control the other kids in the classroom we can't control the teachers sometimes so I think we just learn to accept that it's okay do our best beforehand you know obviously do the whole thing what we do with all our kids like you know get try to get them to sleep early and all those things but um I think you just, yeah. Do you ever yeah. find that the panic sets in for you at some point, Moira, with it? With, you know, I, I think we were having a, a quick chat before this. We, we started recording this, and you were saying that for, for both of your kids, it's like a. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, to be honest. Is it more, I, I, is it, I was going to say, is it more for, for, for Callum? Callum's what? getting no stress about it at all. <laughs> it's, it's, not your even, stress. it's not even on his radar. He, he's heard us talking that, oh, school's starting, but I don't even think he's waking up in the morning thinking oh I've only got two more days yeah you know it's not even on his radar it's just another day for him um and luckily normally he's an early riser because the early starts would be and getting up getting myself yeah not the not them necessarily (laughs) me getting up (laughs) (laughs) and getting packed lunches made the bane of my life um that's what I'm stressing about right yeah just getting back into that saving every last day of the holiday for (laughs) a lie-in but also willing the start of school to come so that I can come back for a nap after I've dropped them off (laughs) (laughs) probably that's not true I think I work very hard in that (laughs) (laughs) Sean (laughs) that's Moira's husband (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening (laughs) So it's because, I mean, Reen, do you do anything different? Because obviously you've got a mix of um, the kids. Do you do anything different with your uh, neurotypicals to your neurodiverse? Do you do any, is there any differences that you make to that, um, to the way that you, you know, you prepare yourself or prepare them for the start of the year? I don't think so. I mean, like I apply one strategy for one kid and I, use it for everyone else because it's much easier that way rather than having two right. things yes. to, you know running around to, with two different ideas two different strategies you'll probably go crazy yeah so so for us like if we we usually travel during the summer but going back home is much easier than traveling else, elsewhere because going back home means it's only a 5 hours dif- time difference so <laughs> so for most people that would be like <laughs> But we're we're all on pretty 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 large time differences. Yeah, so it's seven p.m. here. It's almost twelve midnight there. So when they're on holiday, I let them stay up back home till twelve midnight because it's only seven p.m. in Qatar. Yeah. So when they come back home, but come back home into Qatar, it's just like there's no adjustment. So you don't do the time. You don't flip the time at all. You just let them stay in that routine, right? Because it works. It works only if we go back home. But Mm -hmm. if we are traveling elsewhere, where the time difference is massive, then there's quite a bit of adjustment. But otherwise, going back home and coming back here 
is, you know, they just get back into the routine. So they come back home, they sleep about 7 p.m., 8 p.m. That's, that's good enough for me. So I don't try to adjust because you go back for holiday and you don't want them to be, you know, in a rigid routine. You just want to let them relax and not think about anything, not thinking of, you know, what I have to do tomorrow. Do I have to wake up early tomorrow? And, you know, why can't I stay up late? And, and things like that because they're always doing so much when exactly. they're back here right so, how important do you think it is for all of our kids um especially the ones with autism um because we talk about them so specifically i think because you know it could be that the way that we manage their school vacations and what we do with them in the summer is maybe slightly different to what we would do with our other children so do you how how and why do you think it's so important for us to let go of the reins, especially with them during the summer. And what, like, why is it so important? And you know, have you, have you, have you tried to kind of keep them in a really strict routine of kind of education and um, sleep and food and all of that kind of thing? And has it worked, or is it, you know, have you decided to release, you know, and relax because it hasn't worked? What, what do you feel um, about that? I. To be honest, I've never taken my kids back home and kept such a strict sort of routine. Um, I think it's more for me. I think <laughs> the summer is so that I can refuel and have a break because it's so much pressure trying to keep them in a routine for the rest of the year. So I sort of see it as a time where they get a break, but then I, I need that break because if I keep up that routine, all it's going to do is just contribute to the anxiety later on. And that's because I know myself well enough to go, I need to pull back right. and I need to sort of let go a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's helpful for my family. I find that when we go away, I just try to be as active as possible with them. And the whole idea is not even about education as much as it is about activity. And we know that in Doha, for so much of the year, there's it's hot and we can't do a lot of activity. So going home, especially a country like Australia, the beaches, the parks... Right. That's like I'll just immerse them in that the whole time we're there. And then when I come back, I then... I think there's so much learning that happens Mm -hmm. in those environments as well, isn't there? And and just so much time. They say that very often that these are the moments that we see the most progress from our kids when they actually take a step back and they can just process perhaps what they've learned. Um, I remember one time we went to Fiji and we were there for about 10 days and Zane was in the pool every day swimming and that's all he was doing on the slides and in the pool and when he came back the teachers were saying to me it's like a different child's come back like he's just so switched on and he's just so alert and I thought well I haven't done we haven't done a thing we haven't read a book we haven't like we've just been swimming and just enjoying our time on the water and and I realized then like how important it is them to have that Mm. that time because even the teachers noticed a difference when he just was just doing Mm. activity the whole time because i think we put ourselves under i mean i have in the past and actually now that noah's getting older i find that i'm putting less pressure on myself to make sure that he keeps up with his speech therapy his occupational therapy through the summer Mm. because there are so many things like you say that we we can be doing outside but also stuff that we don't necessarily expose them to mm. um, life, you know, going out, yes. visiting places, learning about places. Um, and that is kind of education in itself, yes. isn't it? Yes. Um, but I was always very, very stressed about going ho- on holiday because I think when you have kids that, you know, ultimately take a lot of time 
for therapy and need that that when you go away and you know that you don't have access to the people that you would have back. then you either take a step back or you go into overdrive f trying to find mm. people in those places that can do that and then is bad for the family because the family are constantly having to kind of work around a different schedule yes. the child's having to navigate new people find their way you know all of that kind of thing so i think they still think they're at school and right supposed yeah. to be enrolled yeah but yes. actually probably even more stressful than school to be honest with you just for the fact that you know they're getting to know new people and, yes. and so on and so forth so we did that for quite a few years but i think now what i do try and do with all of my kids mm. um because my girls i like to try and keep them to do a little bit of school work at least even read a book yes. like or like That's a right. chapter yes. you know um just in the mornings or something like that when they're away um and then for him i get him to do like even a, just a couple of worksheets or mm. just a bit of cutting out yes. and stick it, like something yes. you know just to keep just to just to make me feel better yes, actually not so. him yeah <laughs> like, that's what it okay, sounds like yeah. no but it, it's that it's like it's the I pressure that we put yeah. up a pack yeah, yeah. every yeah, yeah. holiday yeah and quite often it would come home unopened <laughs> <laughs> the point was that you did it you, you had the intention it. and then you come home and feel like a failure <laughs> yeah i know and then you try to cram all that work in Let's before the now. first day of school right okay <laughs> today we're just doing the pack <laughs> but um yeah, I think we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. I certainly do, but I don't so much anymore mm -hmm. because I can really see the benefits of them just being, being out, being about. Yeah. Being and, kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. meeting, like socializing, yeah. meeting people, having different experiences. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, Reen, so when you are back at home, you are literally just on the same schedule and you do you talk to the kids about going back to school you know obviously they're older so they know that it's august mm -hmm. they know the date that they're going back to yeah, school yeah, you know how yeah. do you manage your because obviously we all have anxiety about the kids going back mm -hmm. to school and you know as maha said we're kind of in a point and i think we're all in that stage age and stage whereby there is a level of acceptance that it's going to be a wobbly week um it could be good it could be but you know we just go in with a well you know let's see how it goes but how do you how have you come to that conclusion yourself um you know in your own self that that's that's gonna happen that it's gonna happen i mean it took years before right. i can actually like just let it go yeah you know because sure. you know, every year i get anxious you know wanting to like you know, try to make sure everything is on order, exactly. everything is perfect, yes. you know, he is ready for school, <laughs> like, you know, the first day is going to yeah. be a big bang, yeah. you know, yeah. but then, and then making sure the teachers are there, everything, you know, but then after, like, for the past, since COVID, yeah, you know, COVID changed mm. me. It did, and it changed a lot, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, so the way I think, the way I used to do things, and like, things can happen anytime, you can't prepare you can't you prepare know for prepare for everything mm. you know you've got to be a bit more flexible and change i think you know and because his condition makes he make him rigid it make me rigid because yeah you know i have to do everything right so now it's like oh you're going back in august don't worry about it like yeah, you know, yeah. We deal with it we'll cross that bridge when yeah, we come to it yeah i'm not gonna worry i'm yeah. not gonna stress myself i'm not gonna stress him out you know i think he'll be fine he's big enough yeah. you know and i'll be fine and you've you got know? years of experience yes, so, so. You, you know you know what's to come right so ladies will fit sorry what were you gonna say i was just gonna say i think if you know 
what teacher they're going to, yeah. what team going to be around them. It's much easier just to let them go and <laughs> figure it yeah, out. Safe in the knowledge <laughs> that they'll be, they'll be all right. Yeah. So, ladies, what are your top piece of advice for anyone listening who um, has had a long summer break and um, is trying to get their house in order before BTS? <laughs> <laughs> Back to school. Um, what's my top tip? Um, Oh, it's hard to just say relax because I mean no one relaxes by being told to relax really so it's just to be it's just to, I think the the biggest thing is just don't stress them out I think it makes it worse don't stress yourself out it'll work out it's you know if they're in a good school they'll they'll get through it don't worry just go off you go. Off you go. Land the plane. The plane. Get the off plane. the plane and that's go to right. school. Right. <laughs> what about you, Moira? I don't know. Just <laughs> holiday up to the last yes. possible minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything will change. It'll be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Okay. And you, Reen? Don't relax. Don't relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite, right? It's the opposite effect. Yeah. Keep your wits about you at all times. <laughs> You'll get it through. Regardless, you yeah. know, so just... I wonder whether or not, um, if we'd have had this podcast five years, years ago, yes, whether or not... Different. Different. It would have been so different. We would yeah. have had spreadsheets. So if you're going through that now, anyone that's listening, if you just fast forward five years, delete then you'll be like us. Yeah. <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> delete. Delete the social stories, everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, chill. Okay, thank you so much for joining us um, for this episode of This Life, and we'll see you next time.